Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday, I think. Well, Thursday. Thank you. Happy Thursday. Because <laughs> these episodes are going out on Thursday. Right, right. Just have it. Just have it. But yes, but we're approaching the end of the year very fast. It's almost here, a couple weeks. So we will be back to two episodes, Mondays and Thursdays, in just a few weeks. So if you miss us, don't worry. We're, don't we're, worry. Still- we're here. We're here. We're coming back. We're going to be hitting 2022. Whoa. With Whoa. a bang. A lot of reframing, refreshing, which I think, I think uh, like the collective is kind of feeling. Yeah. I think everybody's in, is in need of a refresh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, but we'll get into more of that next episode when, with our new year's episode that we always do, which I really do love. So everyone start, I know Brenna put on, put on our Instagram, has people start thinking about their words for the year. Um, I'm going to start thinking about mine. I actually haven't actually have thought about it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'm sold on mine, but I haven't fully decided yet. Yeah. I'm also undecided. Well, you got a week to think about. Yeah. Oh, that's not that much time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Get your gears turning, everyone. Get them turning. Get them going. Boop, boop, boop. (laughs) Chicka, chicka. Uh, Just like that. Just that, like that. that flowed out of me in a way that I can't describe. You look shocked after that came out of your I did because it just kind of like it. I, I my reaction almost was like as if I almost peed my pants or something. Like that's how my reaction was. You really looked absolutely shocked. I was like, "What did I do? It was like, did I do that?" Hello. Um. Okay. Well, we'll just we'll just move right on along from there. Keep going. Um, we're going to be talking about loneliness mm. today. I think let's slide right into Pride and Pickle and then we'll get onto that because yeah. I feel like once we start, we're going to be spiraling. Agreed. Okay, here we go. It's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. So my pride this week is... Um, I just, I really feel as though my, I've been really aware and I'm always aware, but I feel like I've been very realistic with myself. Like if I find certain thoughts creeping in, um, and whatnot, I feel like I've just been very proactive in Mm. general in catching thoughts or redirecting them. Um, and I think that it's a pride because honestly, the past couple of weeks before I definitely was feeling a bit emotional and I was feeling all kinds of things that I think we'll get into later on in the episode, but I'm just proud of the way that as opposed to like sitting in this judgment, which I did sit in for a little bit, not going to lie, but I just recognized, I'm like, okay, we have either one or two ways we can sit or we can just fly by (laughs) and take, you know, take the feelings, but also just like kind of learn something from them and see um, in which ways we can adjust. So I'm really proud of the routines and whatnot that I've kept up or adjusted or adapted even under like everything kind of changing around me. Yeah. And then my pickle 
is I just think there are a bunch of areas in life that big life changes kind of cause you to rethink, not particularly because anything's wrong, but I think once we see that change is possible and have like real tangible examples of that, I think it's tricky to not wonder what else you can change. Even though in some ways, I think I want to cling to like the same old things out of comfort. But at the same time, I think when you feel how much better certain aspects of life or routines or environments or whatever can be, it's like, hmm, like, yeah, I think it just makes, makes you ponder. And um, definitely been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? My pride this week is I'm excited. I'm going to New York at the end of the week. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see some people that I love and get to spend time with them. So I'm really looking forward to that. It, I It's it's almost a pride and a pickle wrapped up into one because though, because I'm so excited for that. But you know, when you have something like exciting coming up at the end of the week that it, it feels like it makes like the rest of the week like worse like I feel like this week is feels extra hard to get through because I know that on Friday I'm coming home so like it makes it feel like oh like I don't want to do any of the things I have to do this week I just want to get to Friday so like it's catch and go but then my real pickle is that my toilet's broken and I need to put in a service request for it I just remembered I have to do that dang girl yeah you do oh so annoying I literally don't know what happened literally this piece inside the toilet that makes it flush like just broke in half oh my gosh that's pretty intense I have no idea how I wish I like understood like sometimes I wish handiness upon myself and then I'm like I just wouldn't even know where to begin like I wouldn't even know where to begin to- I don't like, even know how to punch it. why did it break in half like no one touched it unless Josh was messing around in the fishbowl <laughs> I mean Josh was messing around in the fishbowl not the fishbowl, the toilet bowl. <laughs> well, I'm not home. He's just like fucking up things in my bed. <laughs> He's just like. Dit, 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 dit. <laughs> That's what he does with his spare time. Yeah. That's and like actually knows that could be the case. It really could be. I assume no one touched it, but you're right. Someone. Okay, Josh. Don't trust touch. everybody. Okay. Keep your eyes peeled. You never know who's sticking their fingers in the toilet. <laughs> you never know who might be sticking their fingers in your toilet bowl. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well i guess i should ask him hey did you fuck up my toilet bowl yeah and if he takes more than two seconds to answer he's guilty he's guilty you know it's true i really didn't think of the possibility that it could have been anybody there are a lot of people that come in and out of my house mm-hmm. click oh and here i go just thinking that it's a ghost <laughs> oh, not looking out for real suspects out here yep and that's what you gotta do you gotta have your detective hat on at all times that's right nancy drew (laughs) okay anyway let's move on into our topic of the day i'll be back with um updates on the on the mysterious toilet bowl hacker um at a later date Um, we are gonna talk about loneliness brenda brought up this topic before and it's a topic that actually um josh had mentioned to me earlier in the day and and I think something that people people extra feel around this time of year. Um. So what what prompted you to be thinking about that that word, Bud? What kind of yeah. word? Um. So I think that leading up to like moving out in general, I've had a lot of my only hesitations in a lot of ways for like the distance that we are, which again is not fucking California. 
but it's, it's just different. It's different from what we're used to. Um, my biggest hesitation was that Chris works a lot of night shifts and I had a lot of resistance towards spending a lot of nights alone when like, even the idea of that, like, as opposed to being like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I want to watch movies. Like I have all this time. Like I have such a, even the language around which I'm talking about it right now, I think is very telling like that I had this fear pent up around feeling lonely and what that would feel like. And um, especially for being a person that really, really thrives on connection. Mm-hmm. And just in terms of like habitually speaking, like I, I did spend time with others or give others my energy, or I get a lot of like fulfillment towards from giving, um, making people feel joy and whatever. And I think feeling like all those things, not in my direct um, like line of uh, like directly just made me a little bit nervous. Um, and then I honestly, I was telling Julia, like over the past couple of weeks, we've just been moving like a million miles a minute. And it's so funny. Cause I'm like, people probably think we're like just chilling on the couch all the time. I'm like, we have not like chilled until this past week really. Mm-hmm. And we're still like, there's just so much to continuously do. Yeah. Um, so I just don't think that I ever process the emotions of like, oh my goodness, I moved out of my house. Oh my goodness. This is my life now. Um, you know, there are going to be times in which like, I'm going to come home and be alone and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think I never fully like felt those things in my body. Um, and then my, the weirdest part to me is actually, and it makes some more sense now, but my parents had come to visit for dinner last week. And then I think it was also their language around it where they're like, oh, like maybe you need a dog, like, or, oh, you know, you you know, you can call us anytime, like almost like as if out of care, they were alluding to the fact that they imagine that I feel lonely. Mm. And then I think it kind of like placed those, it almost made me think like, oh, should I feel lonely? Um, Yeah. And then as soon as they left, like legitimately the second I closed the door, I felt this like rush of emotion and then I just started like feeling a little anxious. I started like questioning my safety. Um, and I just started feeling what I think felt like loneliness. Like I just was like, oh, like, yeah. And it's so crazy because ultimately I live with someone. Like I don't live alone actually. Yeah. So I can imagine what the feeling is like if you do feel it when you are alone entirely all the time. Um, but yeah, it was just something I hadn't felt before. And then I immediately... Um, two of our best friends who currently live alone in an apartment. I just was like, have you felt this? Like, I just, I need to like process through this feeling. And I just want to know what your thoughts are on it. And that's part of why I wanted to talk about it today because they were both like hundred percent. I felt this, I felt this on such a deep level, especially um, because the two of them right now aren't in relationships, romantic relationships, which they don't have to be, but um, they were explaining the level of which that's heightened when, um, by, by not feeling like they have like a partner to share their life with and whatnot. So lots of things. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, do you feel, I wonder what the difference is of like feeling truly lonely and feeling like you just don't want to be alone. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like for me, when I think about loneliness, it feels like a very different emotion than wanting to be in like the same physical space as someone. 
Mm, that's a really good point. I think that's part of why I never have connected, like attached um, a connection to the word loneliness is because to me, the the phrase feels very negative and very like emotionally charged and very like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a very, it to, for me, a very like almost extreme emotion where I'm like, almost would like call myself dramatic because I'm like, you're not lonely. One, you live with someone, you see this person here. Like, I feel like I would go down the list to invalidate all the reasons why that's going too far. But I love what you brought up because it's so true. Like even in that moment, I knew for a fact in terms of like, I knew I wasn't alone in this feeling. I knew logically that other people have and will feel this and I'll probably feel it again. Um, even if I didn't quite know what to name it, but I guess that you bring up a good point with what's the difference between like, where's the line between that? And then just being like, I, I just want connection right now. Like, right, right. And I don't have access to it in this moment. Right. Like, cause in the way that me, I want, they, I agree with you. They feel like different things to me. Like, I feel like I've experienced a lot of times wanting to be me, be like, someone come hang out with me. Like, I want to do something or just, I don't even need to talk to you. Just be here. Like just be in the same physical space as me. I feel like I experienced that a lot, but a, a true feeling of loneliness I've experienced deeper, but less often because mm-hmm. I agree with you for me, it feels like a, like a deeper emotion of like, oh, I feel lonely because like, I feel like I can't like share this certain thing with someone or no one like can understand the way I'm feeling right now, Mm -hmm. or I can't express myself a certain way right now. Like, I feel like when I think of loneliness, it's kind of those kind of thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, I'm I'm totally processing this all like as we talk about it. And when I think about like, loneliness around the holiday season because like I've uh, like a few people have like brought up that term of like oh I'm feeling like really lonely lately um actually a few people have said that to me recently which is funny because the people that have said it to me are very busy and like are usually around a lot of other people um but are feeling lonely so that's why I just question what we what the real definition Mm -hmm. kind of is for that yeah it can take on like multiple forms totally and if I'm processing everything like right now too I I guess I, I wouldn't quite like attribute loneliness to what I was feeling I think it's exactly what you were actually saying it's like this idea of wanting some connection and maybe feeling like either a lack of access to it in that moment or feeling maybe like isolated from the situation you would desire to be in um, or not having as much ease. Like I know for me, a lot of that is also rooted and I've had this like big built up fear that like no one's ever gonna wanna come visit and like, um, you know, I'm always gonna be an inconvenience, like stuff like that. And I already have so many stories around this idea of being a burden or being an inconvenience Mm -hmm. for others that like, it just felt like extra. Yeah. So I think- that although like, trust me, I logically get all that stuff, but I think I do feel a little bit like triggered to an extent when people point out the factuals of distance. Um, because to me, as opposed to hearing it as a fact, I interpret it immediately as a projection of like, and because of that, you know, this is what this means. Like, you know, you're never going to want to come or this is too much or whatever, even with my parents. Um, 
so yeah, I, I think it's so interesting too, though, because I almost didn't want to talk about this because I think I have a, I think a lot of us have a fear of like sharing stuff like that because we think it might invalidate all of the good. Like I know for myself, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, I just agree. I agree. Oh yeah. Like I, I almost like, I've gotten a lot better at like when something happens in my brain or whatever, I do say something to someone, but I had like a more intense resistance this time to sharing this, like what I thought was loneliness at the time or this discomfort or this like sadness. Um, because I didn't want anybody to think that one, I was ungrateful or two, that I was unhappy where I am because that's not the case. And just like exploring this area where like two feelings can coexist, like you can be so fulfilled and happy and grateful and and all the things, but at the same time, you can be going through a change and like adapting and also feeling the ups and downs of, of those changes. I feel like I've been feeling that for like the past, like three months, (laughs) like just like so, so much positive like so much positive and like amazing experiences big and small and like so much love and so much like hot super high joys yeah and but also struggling with certain things like anxieties and mostly anxieties but you know and feeling like okay if I like like feeling a struggle to share that stuff even to myself, because like, I don't want to invalidate. Cause it feels like, oh, if you tell someone like, yeah, everything's amazing, but like, I'm like struggling with this and like, blah, blah. It feels like, oh, well, guess that stuff is not that amazing. If you're like feeling so anxious all the time or like, blah, blah, but it's not true. Like, like feeling like when you share those things that it gives off the impression that like, that it's all that. But it's so untrue like though it's it, so untrue you have to exist in the in the both and I think as adults what we're discovering more and more is that kind of like probably is like more often the case that like you're going to be having a lot of really positive things going on and also maybe feeling like what we would ascribe as negative emotions yeah um, and I think that, that, that it's honestly so important that we're talking about this and so important obviously for our listeners, but honestly for ourselves too, because I think that both of us (laughs) are not um, innocent of of moments because we're human, Mm -hmm. of choosing to not share certain things with our people out of exactly that. Like I know I've I've done it like many times and you and your past relationship, again, not for any, like nothing's wrong with us, we do this, but I think it is very easy to fall into that. Even if you know people won't judge you, And even if you know your people have your back, like, I know it was really hard for me. Like I said, um, the other day, like I I was thinking, I was like, dang, like I'm kind of associating, like how I said to you the other day, I'm like, I'm kind of having like these interesting associations with food. I know I'm not where I was, but like, it was really hard for me to admit that Yeah. because I was, I was like, damn, well then anytime somebody sees me exercising, they're going to freaking assume that I'm like doing it for this purpose versus what I actually am Mm -hmm. or here with the house. Like, I'm like, oh gosh, well, if I share something about me feeling like a little bit just off in certain points as I'm processing this big, beautiful change and the things that come along with it, um, 
financially or the way I spend my time or things just taking a little bit more time or the commute home or commute to work, like stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, people are going to think I'm unhappy, ungrateful. Maybe they're going to think I don't love Chris. Like, you know, like there's so many ways in which we can spiral. Um, but I just hope that we can make a pledge here to each other and to our audience that like, we're going to be intentional about that stuff. Because I do think that we, it is a slippery slope when as out of fear of what it may or may not be interpreted as we also stop being honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also, I, it just takes up a lot of space. Like, unfortunately, like the, like more what we ascribe as negative emotions, I'm using air quotes because I don't really know if they're always negative, but like what we ascribe as negative emotions, like they take up a lot of space. Like for some reason, like talking about a negative emotion usually takes just more time than talking yeah. about a positive one. And sometimes you're just like, oh, I just like don't want to spend time on that. Like, even though it's probably helpful in the long run. Uh, yeah. What ways do you feel like, like what ways do you feel like you've been doing that same thing in like in your world I guess it's just my general anxiety like I just have I've always had anxiety and it's it's absolutely not ascribed to anything like it's just general anxiety of like it's crazy thoughts it's like I'm never gonna be successful in my career my dog is gonna get sick like like it's like so they're not even ascribed to anything tangible in my life um so especially with emotions like that like it's like oh well like I don't want to give them more energy because like they're not true they're just negative thoughts that are don't don't even really come from any source of logic right no totally negative thoughts yeah and honestly I'm I'm only asking not to give them that energy but more so because I can imagine that there's a lot of people listening to the show who are in a similar boat as you that are like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it just helps to hear like tangible things. Cause I think thoughts like saying, oh, I have these thoughts are, are so general. Um, but I think that when we get so specific that people like pinpoint and relate to being like, oh shit, like I'm not the only yeah. one that thinks my dog is going to get sick. And yeah, no, know. they're literally like those, those, those are the two that are like, kind of take up most of my brain sprays is that like, um, I will never, the, the negative self-talk of, um, I'm not where I want to be in my career. And what if I never get there? The what if, um, and my dog's going to get sick, which is like so sad and horrible. But like, I literally, it keeps me up at night. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> they're no, just, they're, they're just thoughts. Like they're totally not sub- like subscribed to any truth. Yeah. They're fears. They're absolute fears. And like on, on one hand, yes, it is good to like talk about fear but also there is the thought of to not feed it um but which is not ignoring it it's just kind of shifting with like what you said in your pride of like yeah I'm not going to ignore that those are what is happening in my brain but how can I shift away from that how can I you know do a meditation or a yoga practice or a routine that actually you know gets to the truth what's the truth okay ghost is healthy like there she's young she's healthy she gets her checkup she has her shots she plays like everyone takes care of her like she's healthy and like what's the truth of my career like yeah I'm doing this this and this to like further me along this positive thing happened like blah blah like so yeah negating those thoughts um versus like going down the deep hole of them yeah um yeah but that's my experience with that and back circling it back to the loneliness thing 
I think sometimes if you have kind of anxieties like that, it can feel very lonely of like, I can't share this kind of stuff because it feels, because it is not tangible because anyone would just say, well, that's not true. Like this, this, and this, which is good to do for yourself. But sometimes it feels like, okay, well, like I can't share it because that's just what you're going to say. And like- Almost like it's like invalidating if you share. So why even bother? Right. So I think that can feel quite lonely of like, I can tell you all this stuff and like, you can listen and be supportive, but like, there's nothing you can do to fix it. Like a a you as another, as someone else, there's nothing that someone else can do to fix that. Unfortunately, like that's just the way anxiety works. Um, There's tools that you can do within yourself. Like I said before, like the negating and, you know, shifting your, attention exercising all those kind of things that we know are proven to work um but so I if anyone's struggling with that and I think things like that like anxieties and stress can be heightened especially around this time of year so there's that dichotomy of of what we were talking about about physical loneliness where it's like you're not physically lonely at all like around this time of year a lot of people are usually very surrounded by people and busy and Um, but those other things can feel heightened. So I think a lot of people, like a lot of people I know experience that dichotomy of like, I'm around a lot of people and I'm enjoying all of that, but I'm still feeling lonely in certain ways. Yeah. And I think that's what can feel confusing Mm -hmm. and, and almost like invalidating to your own feelings is it's like, it almost doesn't make sense. Like, I think in the same ways of people that say like, there's so much good in my life. Like, why do I feel sad? Or like, how be experiencing let's say feelings of for someone like of depression if like I'm so lucky like I think people attribute so much judgment to stuff like that because I do think things can be like we said before really good and at the same time things are constantly happening so if you're out there now and you're either experiencing loneliness or I don't know sadness or maybe you're missing someone this year maybe you had a breakup or you lost a family member like this there can be so many things at the same time and regardless of the circumstance we're still allowed to feel joy and lean into others and all that stuff even while maybe grieving or while going through a big life change like you can experience both at once and just know that even if you are feeling lonely whether physically or in your thoughts or whatever that you definitely have a space here with us in our community and that I promise you that any thought that has crossed your mind has definitely crossed someone else's. Oh, 100%. And um, sometimes, and it might sound funny, but sometimes for me at least, a really good cure for feeling, to get rid of that loneliness feeling is actually spending time alone. Like for me, like I really crave that and need that sometimes. Like I really do, like when I'm feeling like those kind of lonely feelings that we would um, tie to like anxiety or not being able to share a certain thing or um, not feeling like someone else would get it. Like sometimes just spending time with myself mm-hmm. and like, doing like some good experience yeah yeah, like doing like some self-care like or like taking a nice shower and like having a movie night by myself and ordering like some food that I really love like giving that time back to myself and instead of calling it spending time alone calling it spending time with myself like that actually really helps me sometimes and making it intentional about I'm using this time to spend time with me Mm. and like 
that usually is quite a good cure or at least helpful when when I'm feeling that way. And and I think even rephrasing it of being like, I need alone time or like I have alone time and I'm not sure if I want it to try to be like, this is time to be spent with myself and make it intentional about spending it with yourself. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I love that. And it's definitely something that I've been trying to do too is like just making those moments joyful or incorporating little things into the time. Like even my Sundays now have become so filled with like stuff for me or honestly stuff for others too, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing it alone. Um, Your Sundays rock. They sound awesome. My Sundays are so great. Like they really are. And I'm alone like almost all day. Mm -hmm. And I've just like really made it like a a day for me. So anyway, with that, like, I really do think we can shift our perspective and it's not ignoring, like I acknowledge the feelings that I feel around it's not ignoring. sometimes, but I think that it just shows that we really can like reframe it and, you know, make it an experience that is something that ultimately we want. Yep. And don't beat yourself up if it's hard to reframe. Like I've had that recently where yeah. it's like, why can't I freaking shake this? Like, why can't I reframe this? You have so much to be grateful for. You have so much amazing stuff in your life. You have so much love in your life, like so much joy. Like, why can't you reframe? And like, it, like, I've been really working on myself, working at this with myself, because I'm definitely struggling with that lately of like, don't beat yourself up for not being able to quickly reframe it. Like, it's okay. It's hard. It is. Even though we can do it, it is hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think no matter how much practice we get, like we're always going to have to keep practicing and there's always going to be, you know, new levels, new devils. So definitely um, it's always going to be an evolving journey. So if you feel like you should be ahead of something or you should have mastered something by now, there's always going to be new things that come up. So I think that if there's anything we've learned, it's that shaming ourselves for not being at a certain point, whether mentally, physically, career-wise, whatever, it just does absolutely nothing for us. <laughs> so you're not alone. We're in the same boat with you. Um, and yeah, honestly, in the essence of our whole entire mission, it's a big reminder that you're not alone in any capacity. A hundred percent. So yeah, we're here for you. We're here to listen. Those feelings that you think you can't share or someone might not understand, like we might, or, or we're happy to just hear them. Um, and I'm so excited to do our New Year's episode next week. I always look forward to that. Everyone, as we mentioned, start thinking about your words for 2022. We'll do our reflecting. We'll do our manifesting, our gratitude all the above. I'm, I'm so excited. I really look forward to that episode. Like I'm so I do excited. too. I really do too. It's honestly, it's so good. I definitely am like, I keep trying to think of a word and I'm like, dang, I really got to do some work. So you guys do some work too. Yeah. Um, well, I think I'm really sold on mine actually. I kind of lied. I think I'm sold on it. Oh, you are. Okay. It's, yeah. It's an interesting one. Oh, it's like super different. Yes. I want to know. No. Okay, I guess I'll wait. Yeah, no, until next. I feel like it's like, I feel like it's like, um, it would be like bad karma if I told you now, like bad juju. Oh, okay. Well, we can't have that. So with that being said, you guys, <laughs> think of your words and remember. You. Ooh. All <laughs> right. So that is it, baby. Bye, everyone. I hope everyone has a really happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Yes, we love you. Enjoy. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.